Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Shock Market Podcast. It's me and Broski, and we got a special guest today, Noah. He's the way Broski described you was a a really smart meathead friend of mine that I met at the gym that also trades crypto. I don't know how accurate that is, but it sounded amazing to me. That that sounds about right. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm one of those hybrids. I'm one of those hybrids. Yeah. Sweet man, sweet. I'm <laughs> surprisingly so is Broski. So. Really quickly, man, can you tell everybody, you know, who you are, uh, what do you do, how you got started, and then uh, we'll go about, you know, we'll go from there? Yeah, sure. So uh, let's see how I got started. 15 years, 15 to 17 years in uh, the tech field. So I was systems network engineer. So, yeah, I think it's funny when people always say, they make a joke like I came, I'm here for the tech, you know, when it comes to crypto. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I, I kind of am here for the tech and I'm staying for the paycheck, you That's know? That's right. So, um I was originally just intrigued by blockchain technology and could just see it disrupting every industry, you know. And like you have, you have, demand, you have experience so. in like dApps and stuff like that as well? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I don't do, I don't do much development, uh, but any layer two, layer three solutions, um, you know, optimistic rollups, CK rollups, I'm interested in all that stuff. Oh, so, so that's what got me, man. Like when, uh, when I started trading was, I like the, the aspect of it and the technical side of it, but when I see, when I realized it had to do with a lot of like human emotions and shit like that, oh man, I was ready to go. Oh, the, the crypto market is, is driven by human emotion. I mean, it's unregulated. It's the wild, wild right, west, right? Right. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I know that Craig trades, you know, I know he trades the, uh, the traditional stock market, which I don't do a ton of. People see the, the massive increase in potential gains. And I think that just brings the phone up. So yeah, see, like, like with me, man, like, uh, I got started in this shit really, really late. You know what I mean? Like I remember back when all my buddies were doing all the Bitcoin and I was like, bit who? What the fuck does that mean? I mean, I was running around doing, you know, other shit, but like I've only been trading for about maybe six months, five to six months at that, right? Uh, I just was able to learn at an accelerated pace thanks to old Broski over here, you know what I mean? With his little cheat sheets and shit. But, um, <laughs> like this, despite me running the server, I, 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 I know a lot about trading, but I don't know as much as I probably should about just crypto as a whole in general. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know fully what, what a hedge fund manager or, or any of that shit was until Broski told me about it. I had to go Google it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, it's so, it's not like a normal thing, really. When it no, comes to it's certainly I'm I'm certainly in uncharted territory, but that's where I decided to go, and that's where I'm uh, you know I'm going to thrive. So it was it was leaving the the thing that bridged the gap was that the blockchain technology is built similarly. While the protocols are different, they're called different things. The the framework itself is very similar to uh, networks and network engineering for whatever you know, whatever network we talk about, home network, corporate network. That's that's how I sort of bridged the gap and decided to jump in full time. I started accumulating, you know, Ethereum 2017, 2018, some Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum I saw as as the eventual leader, just due to network effect alone. The successor, basically. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's and, and I, I find it interesting that everyone thinks that you know Cardano and all these other up and coming blockchains are just going to somehow unseat Ethereum and make it worthless. See, and because we we all know how long we all know how long it takes technology to be adopted, right, and to move forward. So. And and while that's an accelerated pace in in the crypto field, uh, because you just got devs coming on board like crazy. Yeah, it seems like anybody. I mean, I, I like the idea that like in the crypto world, you know, um, anybody can 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 be rich. Anybody can make it, man. Like, I mean, you don't have to go through a whole bunch of hoops and jump around through a bunch of shit. Like, you know, sometimes some motherfuckers got lucky and, and and just you know got in early or whatever the hell. But I like the idea that. You don't really have to be some, some, some like genius or motherfucker that has money, you know, to invest in a whole bunch of stocks and shit like that. Just, I mean, I, I've made a, a, a decent amount of money with a little bit of fucking startup, you know, to begin with myself. So like, especially with like futures, what we trade for the most part, 
you, know, you get to fucking play around with leverages and margins. You know, you would never even you know hope to to play with sometimes. You know. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's that's one of the the biggest things. I, well, the decentralized nature of it is probably the probably the best part. I right? agree. You don't have a central entity, which is which is why DEXs. I mean, especially lately, you know, I'm I'm big into just providing liquidity because in a, in a market that's that's distribution reaccumulation phase, like we've just gone through here, especially reaccumulation. You kind of when you're on that that sliding down that kind of hill, right? And you're you're losing. Maybe maybe you're uh, you're not selling, but your portfolio balance is going down. Those liquidity pools allow you to perform a service and be a market maker and make fees that that thrive off of volatility. And and sort of just I guess hedge your position in general. See, that's awesome, man. Would you be able to give us? Because I mean, like I said, for me, for example, like despite me, you know, being able to to trade as well as I've been able to trade, I don't know all the ins and outs yet. I'm still learning, man. And like like the an explanation of your position. Pretend you're talking to like a seven year old kid that might be a little, you know, slow in the head. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. I um I create automated systems that would people that don't know where to start. Yeah, providing a service for people that don't know where to start when it comes to crypto, kind of plugging them in, uh, but so managing investors funds, right? So there's, there's that responsibility. You know, everyone involved knows the risk. So, you know, there's massive potential upside, but you know, you're, you always got to deal with, uh, volatile markets. Right. And then people, you got to deal with people too. <laughs> what, yeah. People, exactly. Which are, which are actually, uh, fairly predictable. And that's why, you know, Fibonacci retracements and technical analysis is, is a part of the puzzle. Um, uh, but I have one question before we start like getting into a little bit deeper, man. Um, so you, you, when you trade also, I mean, I know that obviously, you know, you do trade, but like you trade, uh, what, what market do you prefer to trade in, for example? And like, are you a day trader? Do you just, do you hold more or do you scalp? I'm just curious really quick about that. Uh, I'm a swing trader. Okay. So, so even when I wasn't doing this full time, I, uh, it started as a swing trader, you know, a nice swing low to swing high. I would leave trades open for days or even a week, you know, and just uh, collect the profits. Scalp trading, uh, I think it just requires too much attention. I, and I like I like trading Bitcoin because Bitcoin is typically market dominant and it, it drags everything around. Uh, so it's it's one of the easier ones to trade. Ethereum is a little harder to trade. Right. See, it's funny because actually I fell asleep today and got liquidated by fucking <laughs> Ethereum. But um, I scalp, but... Um... <laughs> well, well, that's... that's that, that's another point. I mean, I would, I would say that, you know, I never would launch a, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself in a position without having a stop loss. I don't, I don't execute a trade without it's having a stop loss. It's funny that you say that because I'm, I'm pretty good about that. Like, I'm really good about that. But like, dude, I was sitting there, I was doing a bunch of shit. Uh, I was in the middle of a trade. I grabbed my son and I passed out with him uh, <laughs> on my lap. And I woke up two hours later and I was like, if I would have woke up, I'm not even kidding you. If I would have woke up eight fucking minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier, I would have saved yeah, my, I happens. was so pissed, man. Yeah. I'm also a, 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 I guess I'm a low leverage trader. So I, you know, I see these guys doing 15, 20, 25, even up to 50, 100 X. And I'm, I'm, I look at anything over personally, I look at anything over a three to five X is gambling. Damn. Okay. Cause I, and that all depends on, it all depends on your position size, of course. But I think that the problem and, and people get, they get trapped in that cycle of, all right, well, because you can always up the leverage. Right. 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 And, and if, and if you lose a trade, you're more prone yep. to increase Revenge the trading. leverage in the short term to try to make exactly, that loss. Exactly. Good point. So, um, yeah, I've gone five, seven X before, but I don't trade it. I, I rarely trade anything above that. See, Broski, you should take that, uh, <laughs> that, that's that advice, Broski. Jeez, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's me, bro. <laughs> well, listen, I, I traded 20%, well, well, it, it, I mean, 20 times or whatever. 20 yeah. X is what I usually trade. But the last couple of weeks, man, I've, I've had a, a little bit of money that I've been trading with. 
So since it's such a little bit of money, right, I've been I've been up in it a little bit. And um it hasn't bit me in the ass until today with the falling asleep, right? Usually I do I do 20, 20x is, is, is my usual, but I, I'm really strict about my rules. Like once I'm down a certain percentage, I'm out. Sure. If I lose twice in yeah, a day, I'm done trading. Yeah. You know, two losses and it's it. I'm not trading the rest of the day. It's just how it goes. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, well there's days I just won't trade. You know, if, if I look, I, I mean, I operate on, on larger time frames than most. I mean, I look for four-hour confirmations. I like I like the four-hour time frame for Bitcoin trades. Because a four-hour time frame, that can play out for at least a day or right, two. Right. That's a depending. Smart, yep. You know what I mean? So I And I'll leave positions. Sometimes I'll have positions in place that'll be there for three or four days before they even hit. Man. For- so, um, yeah. So, and and lower time frames, and it depends what you're trading. Trading's a, it's a tough one because most of the people that get into it, you know, if people were just starting, be it would be demo count, paper trading. It does take losing the hard way. Like once you, like you learned a lesson, right? right? right. Obviously, and it's like, oh well. And and even if you broke out of your normal routine of always putting a stop loss or trailing stop loss, whatever you're gonna do, you know, it's a it's a reminder uh, to just drop something in place. It takes two seconds, and it leads to protect your downside. Right, right. I agree, hundred percent, man. I never learned how to play poker until I got, you know, until I lost, you know, three games in a row, four games in a row, and I owed like 30, 40 cents and shit. Then I was like, okay, then I started learning how to play poker. Yeah, you learn, you learn fast when you lose. Exactly, it. man. You know, and you have everything to gain. So, so you said you have these uh, trading bots running pretty much 24-7 for you. How did you uh, set them up and what are they actually doing? Okay, so, uh, you know, I've tried several different types. I, I like Trade Butler. I think it works really well and it's customizable. Uh, you do have to run the, it depends how many assets you want to trade at a time. Uh, it can be resource intensive. So I had to build the infrastructure for it. So, you know, nice. a bunch of servers and spin them up. And yeah, I have, um, at this time, eight bots running, eight, ten, eight to 10. And each one's in and out of anywhere from 10 to 15 trades. The application, the application layer seems to slow down. Not, it doesn't really have anything to do with hardware or resources. It just tends to bog down. So 10 to 15 trades offers, a day. Like, that's per bot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you know, and those, those are allowing you. So I look at them. I look at that as part of a tool set. So you're just filling in the gaps, right? So you have bots that are kind of either putting you in positions you want to be buy, sell overnight, right? When you're, you know, you just want to make money when they're sleeping. So, uh, and then I use, you know, the liquidity pools with that to kind of fill in the gap. And then trading is for bigger timeframe moves. You can use the bots for the liquidity. Uh, You can use, well, there's, Yes and no. Well, you can you can use say if you're using Uniswap. I mean, you don't even have to use the website. And that's one thing I always fear with some of those Uniswaps uh, battle tested, which is why I prefer it. But you can just do you know you can download their dev kit and you can you know set all the, the you know drop command lines in and script your own liquidity pool. Because all the shit's open source anyway, right? For the most part, almost everything's open source, but, right? Yeah, yeah, that just about everything is. So, and it's built on, you know, anything really built on Solidity, anything built on that framework that's Ethereum based. Uh, Solidify, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. See, I was, I was trying to learn some of that shit, man, but I'm too old for this shit, man. I mean, I'm, I'm old, I'm old dev head from like, you know, way back. Like, I was going to ask you, what, what servers do you run? Or what kind of servers do you run for these bots? Uh, Linux. Yeah. So I, see, so I run Broski's, Cent- yeah. Learn, Broski. <laughs> yeah. So, CentOS 7, nice and, you just want all the overhead. Of, of a Windows OS, especially when you're just running multiple copies of a, of a configuration, like just multiple servers, but they're virtual machines. That's all they are. So, right. and then, and then you need to hold their token. So you need to hold eight, I believe, uh, tokens per bot 
Uh, that line. allows them to operate. What, what about um um? I don't know if I'm, I'm correct about this, right? But like, do you have to set it? For example, like uh, you can only sell, set it to like either a long or a short. Like it can't do both, or can you do both at the same time? Like can it jump from one to another one bot? Uh, you can configure them. That's why I have multiple bots. So I have I have some that are moving on shorter time frames. Uh, you're, you're looking for those. Um, you're looking to make money off the volatility. So find the mean plus minus three per, plus minus one point five percent to three percent on either side of the price action and put your buys and sells in. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, but you can, you can do all sorts of stuff. You can have, um, you can have leave like moon bags for you. You can have it, you know, do all sorts of stuff. Man, that's fucking so awesome. Yeah. Especially with a lot of the, the shit coins that have been out, you know, if you want to, some of them you want to get in and out of some of them, you're like, you know, take, take a three X profit on it and, and leave uh 10% in there just, just to have it there. You know, yeah. Just right, right, right. for another run. But it, it's it's just another form of automation. So the, the first thing I did was figure out how to remove myself from having to operate everything at all times. You know, to be right, there. right. Yeah, that's how I feel, so, man. I like this. Brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah. So so the bots were great and they do work well. But lately, the liquidity pools have actually been outperforming bots dollar for dollar. So wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. And 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 liquidity pools. I think of people. You know, they don't. It's all about the yield curve. It's all about price action. I like to keep nice, tight price action because, and then provide it. The, the larger your position relevant to the, the pool that you're in, the more fees you'll, you'll uh, earn. So it's looking for pools and looking for gaps in liquidity and filling them. See, this is information that I feel that like, for example, that, that people don't generally not only do they not know about it, but they, 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 they think they don't care about it or should care about it because it sounds, you know, technical. And this is the kind of shit that, 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 that gets, you know, those, those nerds, if you will, you know what I mean? Making all this fucking money while everyone's out there struggling and shit like that because they're doing this kind of shit. They're not just trying to fucking gamble their money away, hoping their trade goes right or goes wrong. They got fucking bots, you know, that they've created in the basement or whatever, doing some straight algorithm shit to fucking, uh, uh, to, you know, to, to, to make decisions. It's, that shit is, that shit is deep to me, man. <laughs> people don't, I don't think people like, like realize the depth and in, in, in like the, the possibilities that this all brings up, you know? Oh, yeah. and, you're, and you're always discovering more. It's that's what this is. I mean, this is um, like I said, uncharted territory. You're learning every day. Certain things work at certain times, and you you know you figure out how to fill in the gaps and, and keep the most the most the majority of your capital at work as much as possible. Delegation and all that good stuff, man. What is your opinion on NFTs, and where do you think they'll be in, let's say, five years time? Okay, uh, NFTs in general, uh, non fungible tokens, something that. Uh, is uniquely yours and recorded on the blockchain is the idea. Not all NFTs are created equal, uh, but I see a, I mean, I see a massive future, especially with social media and, um, right. Uh, I can see it disrupting every industry, especially what, yeah, when it comes to social media. See, I like mean, with, just with the, me, with the, with the NFTs, it's crazy to me because it's like with the painting, you know, you own a painting, you know what I mean? You own it it's at home. No one else has it. You know, it's whoever Picasso, whoever the, you know, you know what I say? Well, like an NFT in all reality, like, I mean, it can be copied. It can be, it, I feel like it, it's easier to, 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 to play with and to fuck with. You know what I mean? Um, that's what keeps me from, from, from the whole basis of it is like, let's say I have a recording with a dude we did last couple weeks ago, the, the Emacs guy, right? Yeah. Let's say I try to sell it as an NFT because somehow, some way something happens and I don't know, whatever. I have, the, I have the original copy that I made, but then I also sent it to Craig. So who's to say which was the real original copy? It's going to be on the blockchain. It's going to say it's yours. Right, right, but I mean, yeah. can it not be hacked? Someone can take it, but it, it's not theirs. It's not verified on the blockchain right. as theirs. 
Right. Yeah, the transaction ID tied to it. But also with NFTs, I just the in music, uh, in music royalties, that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest ways. Every time somebody right. streams a song, you can get paid in real time. So yeah, uh, podcasts awesome. and shit like that. Well, we gonna get rich, broski. We gonna get rich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every everything I could see it disrupting. Yeah, rewards. I, I see that. You know, marketing's gonna change. It's gonna disrupt marketing because people are gonna be able to elect, especially with blockchain technology, they're gonna be able to elect and tell you yes. Well, you're going to know who your target audience is because they're going to want you to know because they may receive rewards. Right. Like if you always go to PetSmart and they know you have this kind of dog and this breed, well, then you can choose how much information you want to share with them. And if you share it, maybe they give you some discounts on products. And then when they go to target products to you, they know exactly what you want. They're not just flooding your inbox. It's like fucking cheating, bro. Holy shit. I love that. It's like a yeah. basic attention token that uh, the Brave browser does. You know, you tell them, yeah. okay, you can show me three ads per hour and then you receive the BAT token. Exactly. I- yeah. And then they target you with ads that you're actually interested in. Yeah, but Facebook, so. they're not paying me nothing to watch their ads. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, I, I know that they're trying to come up with their own their own token, or I know that they have. It's uh, been, I don't been trying for years, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, it's been around, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't know who's going to want to use a, a currency that's based in Facebook. I know they have a lot of users, and there is a percentage that will use it. Plus, I don't man, know how Facebook. I hate that. Shit, I just got a ban today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, in social media in general, I'm sort of off the radar. Uh, and not even intentionally. I'm just not – I just don't engage that way. So, you know, it's, I have a Twitter just... account, but it's not bound to my name. You know, I right. have – you know, I, I keep things – I don't really – I have a Facebook, but I don't really go on it. So He's, an, he's another Josh Games. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Bunch of fucking weirdos, but it's all right. I'm the same way like that, too. I, I, 2018, bro, I took, I took fucking, I took off, uh, uh, my wife and I, we got off Facebook for about a year and shit like that. Um, you know, and it's just, it, it, it was, it was nice. It was nice just, you know, just not dealing with shit, man. Like, I mean, sadly, we make most of our money off Facebook, but like, I hate the fact that like, you know, people will preach shit like freedom of speech is like, and all this other shit, but you know, I, I can't tell a motherfucker that he's a f- Why am I getting in trouble for that shit? He should get in trouble for being a pussy and not accepting what I'm telling him. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's 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 what freedom of speech is about. You know, people don't have to agree with you. People don't. It, it's yeah, it's not your job to. People don't have to agree with you. That's the whole point. And they do all sorts of algorithm censoring. YouTube's the same way. That's yeah. why I'm big on you know Theta as well. I think Theta is going to be a pretty big disruptor. Yeah, uh, decent, decentralizing video platform. Yeah, we we need so. to make a, a decentralized Facebook, bro, where where no one's in charge of shit, and you got to sign some kind of. Waiver to go on somebody's page. So if they're saying some shit you don't like, you know, you already decided that you were going to go on there and it's not their fault. That shit, that shit like that, man, that's, that's what we need to do. Yeah. It should be the, the few rules that stand for the, the first amendment. I mean, you can't say whatever you want. There are a few things that you can't say, and, you know, inciting violence and other things. But besides that, I think they should just be hands off. Yeah. I yeah. agree. hundred percent. hundred percent agree, man. Because if it's a bad idea, then the community will weed them out. That's that's how right. we've gotten this far. That's how we've gotten this far by the survival of the fittest, man. I mean, shit. Yeah, ri- yeah. rival of ideas. Cancel like culture. That, like that, oh, don't don't. <laughs> Jesus, troll, my God. I, I have a problem, man. I have a problem where like most people, you know, they they reserve themselves, and I'm not just like some some straight rude person. I'm just gonna go yell. I mean, I might, but it's just yeah, like that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> I just, I think I say what, what people sometimes think and are afraid to say, but it's like, I don't know, man, I grew up, I grew up in a, in a, in a bad neighborhood, you know what I mean? I grew up in, a, in an all black neighborhood and I'm, despite my grandma being black, you know, you look at me and I don't look like I have any kind of black, you know, anywhere around me and shit like that, but it's like, I look, whatever, you know what I mean? But like, 
So I, I grew up fighting and beating people up and all that shit. And, and people would call me racist shit. It never bothered me. I didn't give a f- I mean, it is what it is. But like this whole cancel culture and the, and the idea behind all that stuff, man, it just it blows my mind. You should be able to say what you think. And if it offends somebody, they should be able to just tell you, hey, you're being offensive, you know, whatever. But like I, I shouldn't get banned for 24 hours because what if the person I'm telling it to doesn't even get offended? You know what I mean? Like you're getting offended for something I'm calling this other person. That's not my or the other person's fault. You know what I mean? That's just weird. Yeah, you could be joking. Yeah. Like me and my friend were joking on a post before, and he got banned for saying uh, something to me. And I know, I know we were joking. We were just having fun, and of course, he got banned for it. I'm not going to repeat it, but it was it was only having fun. Yeah, shit's yeah. wild, man. Now I want to get down to the to, to the to the shit that I mean. Don't get me wrong. This is all super interesting to me, but the shit that matters to me the most, as far as it goes, is uh crypto, uh, DeFi, like. Not just what what you think the future of crypto and DeFi is, the state of the market maybe right now, how things have been, uh, where do you think things are going, or anything you want to maybe you know dive into or or give us a heads up on that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, future of crypto DeFi. You know, I'm definitely all in on that. Same. So <laughs> you know, so that just the, the the current rails that that payments are, are sent over are just ancient. It's all about that quick settlement layer. So right now it's like ACH transfers through a bank take three to five days to clear. Yep, yep. They, sure they sure they front you the money. Yeah, but it's not being settled for days. And it's funny because people think that Ethereum's slow. It's which I always find funny. You know the block times and you know ten minute block times. That's pretty fast settlement. And that's why you have layer two protocols that will kind of batch those batch all those transactions and then settle them even faster and run them to a block. Right. So it's kind of offloading some of the in the meantime before you know Ethereum 2.0 comes out and especially the the upgrade uh, August 4th, I believe, August 5th, depends on the block height, but it's somewhere near there, EIP-1559, which is going to be pretty big, stabilizing gas fees and um, should, well, it'll, it'll, It'll force Ethereum to be burned in every transaction, so it'll it'll set in sort of deflationary measures. So, so we might get know. a run from that? I don't know about immediately, but it'll start to set in. I, see, because you, a lot of people don't follow the protocol upgrades. They're just using the network. Yeah. So right. you know, they see, oh, it's bogged down. Oh, it's so slow. And you know, one thing I say is if you shouldn't be on the platform if you can't afford the gas fees. Right. So, I, I, I they are annoying, if, though. They are annoying. But, no, I'm not saying they're not annoying. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not annoying, but – and they can spike at times, but lately they've been they've been reasonable. Listen, I paid way too much for some transfers, and it all depends on how large the transfer is. But so it can make sense. So sometimes, I mean, I paid over two hundred for gas, two hundred dollars in gas for a transaction. We didn't like Whoa. it, but I had to make the decision at the time. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's early days. It's the early days of of Ethereum, and it's it's being built and scaled. Um, so you know, early days of the internet. But I, I think it's just the cult culture today. I think everyone just expects everything so much faster. Everyone just expects so everything anyway. I mean, people don't even want to work anymore because the government gave money for so long. You know what I mean? So like, it's like people just are, are used to getting, you know, the most for, for the least. And like, you know, you can transfer that into anything. You know, if you, if you really want results for anything, you know, you got to put in some work. But people want all the results with, you know, less than half the work, man. That's not how it works and shit. But, uh, and I mean, gratification. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly, man. This is, this, this is not cocaine or yep. heroin, people. You know what I'm saying? This is the future and shit. Um, right. Yeah. But, but decentralized finance in general, I see it. Absolutely blowing up. So, so do I. Know, once, I don't see this. Yeah, no. Once, once, uh, you already have some, you know, you look in some pools and you see some, you see some pretty big, you see some wallet addresses providing a lot of liquidity. So there are already some sizable players in the game and there's a lot of money to me because there's no middleman. Right. And that's one right, of the better parts, right. right? So your settlement layer is the blockchain. I'm the market maker. You're the market taker if you're buying from me and we just go about our business and we don't have to worry about a third party interfering. Uh, 
you know, I, I think it does. I think one of the biggest barriers of entry is is on ramping and getting people. You know, the tools are getting way better. I remember I remember earlier versions of Uniswap and and they, they were awful. So they are getting better. Uh, wallet management. The biggest thing about crypto in general is it it takes all the responsibility and it puts it on the end user. Yep. So, right. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. You're you're the custodian, and that's if you're using your own <laughs> that you're you're using your own wallet. And if something happens in the middle, there's nobody to call. Nope. You know? <laughs> right. No. But, no help the problem desk. Problem is, yeah. There's no help desk, right? And that that's the thing. That, well, that's the beautiful part because the blockchain settles it. It's going to do its job. Uh, and then right, right, if anything, right, goes, right. anything goes wrong, it's human error, you know? Exactly, exactly, man. That you can't complain to nobody no more. And it's, it's your fucking fault. Go home with that shit. Right. But, uh, right. exactly. I love that, man. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking hilarious to me. Um, people, people just, people are stuck in their ways too. So I feel like the, 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 the whole, like the guy from, uh, the Goldman Sachs, you know what I mean? The, 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 the chairman or whatever the, f- the, the speaker, he was against crypto for so long and now he's like accepting it because, you know, or whatever the, f- but it's like, it, it takes so much sometimes because people are just stubborn, man. They're like, no, fuck that. Ugh, fuck that shit. I don't believe in it. Ugh. And like, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's if it's better or not. It's the fact that they don't want to be wrong. So it, that's going to be the hardest hurdle for me, I think, you know, for, 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 for everybody. Like, once motherfuckers start transferring over to stuff and they see how easy shit is and how flexible things are, I think it'll start moving along faster. Yeah, well, yeah, it's I don't, more user-friendly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I also think, especially in that situation, it's more about Goldman Sachs not wanting to lose customers because they right. don't offer it, but they don't want to. Uh, I, I believe they're not allowed to actually pitch it and sell it. But if somebody asks, right. they can sell it to them. Exactly. Uh, yeah. it, it, not so. only that, but it, they have to. Uh, so even if like the guy says, hey, what's your opinion? I mean, I'm sure that if a millionaire asks you for your opinion, you know something you're going to tell us, but you're not supposed to. You know what I mean, it's supposed to be like uh the customer has to be the one, like, kind of just doing all the, the the talking or whatever and directing, and you're just the the, the middleman or the fucking other guy is supposed to just make the transaction happen, opposed to offering advice or all that other shit. I don't know. That's what I read right. today, at least. And then, like, I mean, but like everything, Bank of America is is is, uh, is messing around with Bitcoin now. Um, yeah, Bitcoin futures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. Excuse me. Excuse yeah. me. Bitcoin futures, people. Um. So. As far as I'm concerned, man, this this shit's the future. Like my wife's always like, <clears throat> I don't know, you know, she 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 like doesn't always understand the whole, you know, cryptocurrency and just and you know, I, she has no like real uh like care about it. You know what I'm saying like right now it doesn't matter to her. You know what I mean? But like at some point, you know, it, it, it's gonna be important to everybody, man. Like oh, yeah. just the use of wallets and everything. It, yeah, to me it's it's 100 percent better, man. But I mean, we'll see. You look at it like uh, I look at it like you're either going to. You're either going to learn about it now, possibly make some money, which is highly likely given market to market year over year, or you're just going to pay to use it later. Yep. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. That's, yeah. So, smart. Smart. So, so take a small percentage of something that you have, and if you're interested, just DCA in. You know, just uh, at least learn Dollar about cost it average. It's, it's, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I have one question. I don't know that, 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 that you know. Craig told me about this, and I and I, and, and I think he told me that it came from you. But when you explained to me the idea of Cosmos and Adam, right? Me being an old, you know, network administrator, you know what I mean? And Unix and Cali and all that stuff. Like I heard what he told me, you know, about Adam and the Cosmos and, and just the internet, pretty much of like crypto in a sense. Like it blew my fucking mind, man. And I think that a lot of people uh, might not have understood that. What's your take on that, man? On on Cosmos? Uh, I've been I've been a huge investor in Cosmos. So, I mean, and the, the great thing about Cosmos is they, they kind of fly under the radar. They're not, uh, they're, they're not always, um, they're not always out there pushing their quote unquote pro- project or product. You know what I mean? They're just behind the scenes, just doing work. 
and, right. and that's what they're doing. So you're looking at investing in the protocol. So in a decentralized way compared to the internet protocols, you know, IPv4, all those protocols that run the HTTP internet. HTTP well, and all that shit, yeah. All that shit, right? Like you can't invest it. You could never invest in those protocols. There was a the centralized body that was that was in charge of handling that. But that what you're doing here with with Cosmos is you're you're investing in the 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 hubs and the and the rails that are going to connect blockchains because I believe one day there's just going to be there millions routers millions, and fucking everything of, and shit like that. Tens of millions of blockchains, right? So. You could have uh, a business that has their own local blockchain that they, that they, that that's their settlement layer. And then that could connect to an outside hub that connects to all the other blockchains. So hey, um, I think, I think that's the way it's headed. What are your top three cryptos right now in the market? Um, it has it changed in the last few months at all, or are you like, you know, do you back one and you stick to it? You stay to your team and shit. How does that work out for you? I'll, I'll back anything with, well, so I think we have to define. Uh, cryptos in general, because there's, and I think that's a lot, you know, a lot of people have issues when they, when they first, you know, you look at CoinGecko, what is there, 8,000 different uh, projects on there? Yeah. So if you're new, it's like, how are you supposed to even, how are you supposed to navigate that? So right. I think, I think everyone, I think by default, when people think of crypto or cryptocurrencies, they think that everything is a quote unquote currency. When that's you have what things I thought like, when I first started. That's yeah, what I or they think it's all Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, or, or, or it's all Bitcoin, or they think that Doge is useful, right? So. <laughs> I like how the, how the creator so, was like, I didn't think of anything. I just made the thing in two hours. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and listen, uh, I, you know what I'd say? I'd, I'd add this. One of, the, one of the lessons I learned from this market cycle is that never underestimate the power of, of a meme coin and social media. Right. And because, I, was, and because I wasn't in and out of it, well <laughs> – yeah, but where, yeah, but still it went up in value and I knew it was coming down. I mean, it was going to come down pretty hard, but, uh, you know, Dogecoin, it's like, uh, geez. What did you call it the other not day? Not really, not really built to scale. You know, <laughs> I mean, I, I was looking to grab some down there. I was looking at retracements. I think, I think it was the, I think it was about the 88 percentile. It was, uh, 17 cents or 16 cents and it kind of did bounce from there. But yeah, it, it, it has to have, and, and, you know, then you have guys like Elon Musk who are like, Oh, it's so fast and cheap and, yeah, because nobody's using it. Yeah, you fucking douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 what if it, if, if it had some use case and people were transacting and using it? Well, the price of transaction would go up. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, and then you're and then you're creating. I believe it's it's somewhere in that was it ten to one hundred million or new ones are are minted every day. Yeah. So it's it's heavily inflationary, and so when people keep kept saying Doge to a dollar. I was thinking, you know, every day that goes past, it's going to require more and more capital to get this thing to a dollar. Right. You know, I'm surprised it got up to. I'm surprised it got up to fifty something cents, man. Realistically, it was seven. It was seventy seven cents. I was like, man. what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Me and Broski, yeah. man. Oh, bro, Broski gave me my first loss in trading ever by telling me, no, we're, we're still good in Doji. We're still good. Oh, I was like, yeah, okay, okay. About seventeen dollars <laughs> later, I was like, fuck you, Broski. But you know, it is. <laughs> yeah. and, and it wasn't. And and the people who made hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars off Dogecoin, that you know, they weren't. That was that was surprised them like a surprise to everybody else. Right, exactly. Yep. So they they had, they had bought it fractions of a penny. They sat on it, and all of a sudden, it it boomed. So yep. that's that's they got lucky. And some of them didn't even sell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, t- painfully. I remember I, I saw this one guy who was like, "I'm a millionaire," and he's like showing his wallet. And uh, I was like, you better take some of that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like with, with SHIB, man, with SHIB, like 
people are, you know, I see it all the time. Is it going to reach a dollar? I mean, not anytime soon at all. It's, I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, exactly, man. But I mean, like, like, but, but will it hit a penny that, that I believe that's possible. You know what I mean? Sure. Relative to market cap circulating supply. And, you know, now with Shiba Swap, they're doing their, their ecosystem. Um, it's, it's an interesting project. I mean, I hold some, you know, why not? Right. Yeah, Actually, I, I, you know, I like it a lot. Yeah. I got it on that early and, and, uh, make it a good profit off of it. So. I, I really can't complain. I haven't delved as much into the ecosystem as um, as Craig has, but yeah, at least it's providing some sort of value. But right, yeah. You know, so I guess back to the three cryptos. That's where this kind of went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, you have to separate. You have to. So you have like Theta, and then you have Theta Fuel, right? So which one? Which one do I buy? Well, one's one's like a governance token, and 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 then one's a value, and then one's the fuel, and or basically the gas. So you got to know which ones are different. Um, and then you have, so I look at, I look at coins that provide utility. So Ethereum, I'm obviously big on that. It's especially short, medium term. I don't believe anything's going to unseat it. I mean, Cardano is the reason why Cardano is so popular. And I don't, I don't dislike Cardano. I just need to see some smart contracts execute. And then, and then the, right. the platforms, they have to be battle tested. Like Ethereum's battle tested. You know, there's, I forget how much was settled on it. Over a trillion dollars in transactions, or something, in the last year, something like that. Oh, wow! See, some, I have no idea, that. man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a lot, right? And and it's working. And sure, gas fees were high at times, but you did have some failed transactions there. But that's that's just if you're going to be early and you're going to be you know kind of a pioneer and you're going to jump into something like this, it's not going to be an easy ride. Right, you got to give it to so. Ethereum for 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 that for sure because I mean. They they're they're still going strong. Uh, I was talking to a guy I think a couple of days ago and like. I have a, a very, very strong belief that uh, Ethereum might hit ten grand by the end of the year, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't People, put that out. That's that's not out of the question at all. No, nah, I don't think it is either. Yeah, no, I, that's definitely in the realm of possibility. Uh, yeah, I think that's in the realm of possibility. Yeah, like it's, it's like I just feel that uh, like at first, you know, when I first started, you know, I, I had already heard obviously about Ethereum and uh, Bitcoin, all, all the major ones, but like when I started reading more. And just kind of checking in on uh, on how Ethereum is and, and and what it does and the coins and all the like the shit's like you said it's battle tested man I mean you can't knock it and uh, being a pioneer or something is 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 always I mean you're in, you're in the, you're in everyone's like uh, view you know what I mean any any fuck up that you do there's someone's waiting to call you on it so it's like I respect what 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 they're doing what they've done what they continue to do man yeah yeah and <clears throat> of course I mean Bitcoin's the market leader for now I think it, you know it's it's the whole environmental impact I think that's just a bunch of bullshit so. Um, you know, the, the, the energy you're spending yeah. is well spent because it's securing, you know, up to a trillion dollars worth of an asset. Uh, yeah. so it, it's going to be, it's going to get more efficient. Um, but you know, we, that's what we do. We figure out, move forward. We don't just tear it down. You think it, Bitcoin you know, will get more efficient? Yeah. I mean, there's lightning network. There's layer two solutions for it. You know, it can do smart contracts. People don't, not everyone realizes that it is actually a fairly decent platform. It just it just doesn't have the same dev time, I don't believe, that uh, Ethereum has. Yeah, but Ethereum is just a different animal. Like, yeah, like Ethereum and Bitcoin are completely different. Yeah, right, yeah. right. One, one's a one's a utility token, and one's an asset, Sto- and one, yeah, one's, one's a store of value. value. Yep. Right. Like I I don't see people, I don't see people at least me it's like I wouldn't want to buy anything with Bitcoin. I'd rather have Bitcoin backing a stable coin that I hold or something else that I hold as collateral or you know. Something like that, where you're, right. you're spending a that stable coin. See, uh, like, what with, else? With, with countries like freaking uh, El Salvador, like like accepting now Bitcoin is like 
they're, they're going to make it what is going to be like a national currency or some shit now. Like that, yeah. that that was huge when I heard that. I know Argentina's been talking about it for a long time. Uh, I believe Chile or Ecuador, one of those other countries. But like the more countries that start to do that shit, man, just the more that all this is going to evolve, the more that, that, that it's just going to just drive everything to where it's supposed to be headed, I think. To think that crypto is not the future might be naive. I mean, realistically, super naive. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It may not be in the form that we see it now, but it's going to be an iteration of it. Right. You know, it's going to be it's going to be something like it. Now, I got a quick question because, you know, we're a little slow sometimes. Did you name the three cryptos? Would it be Ethereum? Uh, I'm assuming it's one of them, but... Yeah, Ethereum is one of them. Uh, see, I see. I typically lean towards tokens with utility. I think Chainlink's crazy undervalued. Let's see. Ah, there's so many layer two solutions. I mean, <laughs> it's really tough to pick three. Co- I mean, Cosmos is another one. I think that's crazy undervalued. What was uh, the second one you said? Chainlink? Chainlink, yeah. Yeah, Chainlink okay. and Cosmos. I mean, those are those are three pretty good picks. Man. Um, yep. But, and that's not even, you're not even getting into like the DeFi sector. I mean, there's, there's Maker, there's Ave, there's, you know, there's, uh, Uniswap, there's SushiSwap. Right. Um, there's all sorts of stuff. There's SheBaSwap. Can't leave that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't, can't leave SheBaSwap out. I'm interested to see what happens with, I'm interested so, to see So, so am I. Uh, I mean, like, this, that's, that's the first, uh, coin that I, I bought, let's say, for example, where like I was trying to, you know, I was holding or whatever. I, I'm eager to see where it goes and what happened. Not just because, you know, I want to make fucking money, but just because like, it's cool also to be a part of some shit sometimes, you know what I mean? They're going to create yeah, their uh, own their own blockchain. That's the idea, right? They're got they're going to yeah. go uh, make Shibarium instead of being on the Ethereum blockchain. They're going to have their own. Yeah, and then they'll be connected through the Cosmos Hub right to the Ethereum blockchain. So right, exactly. <laughs> there you, there <laughs> exactly. you go. There you go. <laughs> that's right. So that's, I guess that's where like Polkadot comes in, right? Yeah, Polkadot, who is they they do power chains, so they're they're looking at it from a multi. You, know, you have to realize that Cardano, Polkadot, and Ethereum, all three of the founders from every one of those started at Ethereum. Yep. yep. And they all just kind of had a different route they wanted to take in a different vision, which is cool. They're not really competing with each other because right. they're all going to, they're all going to interact in the future. I feel like everyone sees it that way though. You know, people just are like, well, this was better than that one. And, and I mean, maybe for us, but it's like, it's like them. football teams to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Exactly. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doji. Uh, yeah, people get a little too tribal, and and nothing really good comes from that. Right, so, that's, that's a fact. Um, that's a freaking fact right there. Yeah. The last question that we have on here as far as uh, what's on topic is, what's the best advice you would give to a brand new crypto trader, and why maybe? Yeah, so brand new. Imagine a guy that just the... knows Bitcoin, can't spell Ethereum, and has never seen <laughs> Binance before. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, start with a demo account. Number one, or paper trading, whatever you want to do, do that for a few weeks to a month. Understand what you're doing, how leverage works, and how it affects the assets that you have. Because I think right. a lot of people just, a lot of people just think like, "Wow, it's like it's like 20x leverage." I mean, uh, it's like you have an apple and somebody's giving you 19 more to trade with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so like, you have to think it when you really think about it scale. And I think that's why I look at just mathematically, it's it's just insane. But but again, um, that's all risk. That's that's the risk you're willing to assume, and and you will make bigger gains on some plays. But I think that I think that, and if you're starting with leverage, start with low leverage and build up slowly, making consistently good trades, because you will find that sweet spot where you'll find a leverage that works for you and your trading style and your risk kind of curve, and and you'll consistently make money, and you won't have to deal with that kind of washout situation where 
oh, I went where you're you're making up ground, right? You're you're trying to dig yourself out of a hole, and you keep increasing right. leverage. Like like that's so. when I started. That's why I started with the whole uh, two losses and I'm out. Because when I realized if I had three or four losses or whatever, then it turned into you know me trying to make money back opposed to just fucking trading. You know what I mean? And then I was trading just to trade, and over trading and discipline and fucking being patient. Those are the things that everyone has to deal with for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Deal with, it, man. And once you get experienced and you're and you're comfortable, I'd say to a degree, trust your trades because that's one of the biggest things. Is Dude, people just, people bail <clears throat> people bail on trades. They actually, I mean, I've seen people go. Oh, I'm in a long position. It's not looking so good. I'm going to go short here. It's like, what? So <laughs> I, I don't ever, I don't ever make decisions. I don't just, I don't think, I don't ever just enter a trade just because right, I think it looks right. good. And if you, <laughs> and if you, if you feel a certain way about the market, then you probably shouldn't be entering a trade because the feeling shouldn't be involved at all. In my See, opinion. it's funny because like I, I started off like that. Like, you know, at first, and, and don't get me wrong, I got lucky as hell. My, my third day of trading, I made $170 in one night off like 17 or 18 bucks because I went fucking long when I meant to go short on waves, bro. Yeah. See that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that that's, yeah. So you, you actually, um, you learned a lesson, but you didn't have to lose money doing it. Right. It was beautiful, but yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. But then, then, then after that, you're, you're a little more cautious and, um, see, and then know. like, we just had a, a free trial on the server, right? A guy was like, um, I'm in KuCoin, but I can't go above five X leverage. And I'm like, you're brand new, you know, just, just trade with 5X. Oh, no, no, I, I, I want to go, like, you know, 15X. I was like, bro, just give 5X a try. Oh, no, no. And then I was like, oh, screw this guy. I don't want to, you know, yeah, bro, hey, go, try to get 100X. Go go 1,000X, buddy. Kill that shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, he'll he'll learn his lesson. Shoot for the moon. Yeah, always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he may learn the hard way. And um, I, I, I look at it like if, it, if you're learning something from the trade and you lose money, at least you paid for something, right? Right. Paid for education. So, yep, I paid for plenty of education. Yeah. Oh, and so have I. I'm not. Nobody's a perfect trader. So, Broski's uh, paid but, for but, some but, of my education. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the big, the big thing is, is if you're confident in your trades and the, and you've placed them, we've all made this mistake. I've gotten out of long trades just too early when because you're you're fighting that 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 feeling that you're getting right and right and uh, so kind of set in, forget it. Set take profit levels, set stop losses, or trade on top of. It's tough, man, especially yeah. overnight, right? So, so with, with um, me, I, I can't, do, I can't do overnight. I've tried it, and like, I swear to God, I'll wake up at two a.m. You know, and I'm like, oh, I got to pee. Uh, I don't yeah, really got to pee. Yeah, I got to go check it. my fucking Binance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that um, the one thing that kind of helped me with taking some of the stress off of trading was certainly liquidity pools, uh, and just kind of be able to set those. Those are they're way safer. Limit your so, downside, right? Yeah, oh, um, huge, huge, huge. Yeah, we want to bring yeah. that into the server. Noah, Noah was telling me the other day that we should uh, start teaching people how to provide liquidity. You know what? It, it, that would be huge, I think, because uh, no like one, said, no one answered know, me when I asked. And no one is because a lot of people, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, even people who have been like trading for a little while, sometimes there's these, these are these things that like just kind of just go, kind of go, go, go like, like unseen and people just, uh, it's weird to me. I, yeah. I gauge people, yeah. man. I could read people better than probably most people on the on the planet, man. I mean, I, I literally didn't die for uh, many years because of this. You know what I mean? Like, so I see these people and I see what they post and some of the comments that they say and, and, and the shit that's like, you know, going around. It's like a lot of these people have no ideas. I posted a comment the other day and somebody's like, oh, you're going to spend 32 grand and make a couple hundred? Says who? Where are you getting this information from? Like, you didn't ask a question. Yeah. You just jumped and told me that this is how it was having no idea that I'm trading futures, that you're yeah, a thousand sure. percent wrong. And you're foolish, yeah. 
like you just jump to this conclusion. You assume you're like, ta-da, uh, here's what I got to say about it. You know what I mean? It's like people don't ever yeah. ask questions, man. That they rather People rather pretend to be smart than be smart. People rather look like they have money than have money. And it just blows my mind. You know what I mean? Like it's it, it all comes yeah. down to, you know, just you know, human emotion, yeah. whatever the hell it is. Yeah, and I, I think one of the other issues is, is especially with, you know, Telegram and all these social media groups and especially it's you don't know who to trust, right? Right. So when, when you got when you have a community, like you have you have you build rapport. You know, yep. you, you, that trust builds. That. That's the biggest part. I think I that's agree. probably the biggest. I think that a lot of people had a really bad first experience with crypto. A lot of people. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it seems that way. And, really and a few lucky ones, for real. You know what I mean? Because like like well, that shit that happened was. But but still though, I, I've had my share of, of, of shit happen. Um, now like with the whole trust thing too. Well, actually, you know what? I wanted to say this earlier. The other day I was, uh, uh, I had like three losses in a row. Not big losses, you know, like 30 cents, whatever, but three losses in a row. And I was like, fuck, man. And then my wife looks at me and she says to me, she says, um, baby, I, I know you know how to do this. I know that you know what you're doing, you know, just stop doubting yourself. And I puffed my chest out and all kinds of shit. I was like, damn right I do, girl. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> but what that led to was that I stopped jumping out of trades, like you said, right? And, um, I went up until that, 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 that liquidation earlier. It really pisses me off because, I was like 14 for 14. Like, dude, I was killing it. You know what I mean? And then, like, I go to sleep like a dickhead. You know what I mean? And that's what happened. But, like, yeah. it doesn't matter because I, it kind of restored a little bit of faith in me, man. But just trust in general. When you have trust and stuff, man, it just it flows so much smoother, man. And with the community. Like, when I first joined VIP, I asked some questions, man, and, 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 and not all of them got answered. Like, we got to understand that sometimes people rather ask you a question than go Google it because you don't know who the hell that dude is in Google that, you know, is answering that question. Yes. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they might not know me and yeah. Craig, but at least they see us every day on the group. You know what I'm saying? Like so, that, that I understand that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a big part of it, and you just uh, and and it's also the pace at which, I mean, I'm looking at even 2019 compared to 2021, like three quarters of these protocols didn't even exist. Right. right? I mean, you, you know, Dexes, yeah, sort of. Were they at the volumes they were doing now and they secure as they are now? No way, not even close. So I think things are just changing so fast. People are looking for quick money. I mean, who isn't, right? Right. So <laughs> it's it's entering those positions uh, and taking realistic take, you know, setting your take profits at realistic points. If you're entering into a project you know is a pump and dump, get in, get out at 3x, take your money and run. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? maybe, maybe leave a boom bag or something, but... Uh, Do some research. I, I, I think that, yeah. Yeah, because like people people like always expect uh, like their expectations. They set them a little high. I had a guy the other day told me that he wants to like jump into this and start making a few hundred dollars a week. And I'm like, damn, bro, you know you you're crawling and you don't want to just start running. You want to start you want to go from crawling to flying a a space shuttle. You know what I mean? Like calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. you take some steps or whatnot. And and I didn't start with any. My, my initial idea was I wanted to make ten dollars a day. That's how I started trading. I want to make ten dollars a day. I'd be happy with that. And like the people are like, oh what? Oh, I want to make seven hundred thousand dollars a day. Like. Okay, buddy, you know, slow down. Like, you should do a little bit of, you know, homework or whatnot, and set your expectations a little more reasonable. I think. Oh, absolutely, and I think that's what this was. I think this was a wake-up call that, you know, and and what I mean by there's there was people that had a bad experience with crypto. I mean, a lot of them just have not come back. You know, right. they bought the top, sold the bottom, and and they're going back to their normal routine. <laughs> and you always have those people who stick around and grind out and know this is something bigger. Will learn from their mistakes, 
Yeah, um, like, like, um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fail forward. I mean, you can't, you can't just give up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't even spell give up, man. But yeah, like, it's um, to me, uh, I was talking to Broski and Mike and uh, Sandy the other day, and like, just crypto in a whole, you know, people have kind of stepped back a little bit from it because you know it started going down. People freak out; they don't know what, what what's happening or what direction is going. You know, what I mean, and and and, and it's like I, I see everything just kind of went down a little bit as far as uh, engagement in groups, uh, the posts and the comments and places and stuff like that. But it's like yeah, Noah said, viewership went down on like YouTube channels and stuff too. Yeah, oh, 50, yeah, 50, 40, 50% of people just, either they made money and ran, got the information they needed and didn't stick around. But this is the time. I mean, the, the market in general, uh, I mean, it looks like we've bottomed out. We have multiple timescales showing, you know, we have, we have some bullish activity on meaningful timeframes up to daily and three day. And right. we just, but we have to back test it and we have to keep moving forward. I don't expect us to shoot back up and make a new all-time high in the next two months. I mean, there's right. people who think that it's crazy. You know, it's, um, you know, there could be a relief rally. There could, then there could be some more, you know, capitulation of the pens, but, um, and when you say capitulation, what, what do you mean for our listeners? Uh, just money changing hands. Basically you're giving up. So you always have to think if I'm going to sell here, somebody's going to buy it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I think once you think like that, like if you're going to sell a Bitcoin at $38,000, somebody's right there waiting to buy it from you. Yep. Always a buyer, always a seller. Yep. Exactly. See, and, and what, what I like too so. is um, um like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm decent at charting. I'm not fucking this super, but like I, I've been doing good uh, the last, I, I called Bitcoin's price pretty fucking, like pretty, pretty close to being almost accurate. The last like three or four days, man, to where, you know, at least for a moment in time, not like, you know, but like, so if, if, if I could do this, there's other motherfuckers that could do it a lot better than I can. So like everyone from what I'm seeing is pointing towards the shit's going to keep going up. You know, at some point, like, like you said, I mean, is it the bottom? I don't know. I think it is. I think it's getting close if it isn't already. I mean, it's been oh, going yeah. up, obviously, you know what I mean? But like, this is the time to buy. If you want to buy, you know, cheap and sell high, this is probably your best bet for a while, I think. I would agree. I would agree. And, and certainly there's levels above thir- just above 30K where we could test again. But I really don't, you know, whenever we dip down into that 29, 28K range, I mean, it was bought up like crazy. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you, have, you have all sorts of bids down there. Um, and then you have all these people going, oh, it's going to 10K, 12K. And I'm like, man, for that to happen. So, I mean, I, I believe we're the 50, we're, we're looking to respect the 50, 50 day SMA right now, the simple moving average. I'm sorry, the 50 week. Um, simple moving average. So if we can stay above that, that'll hold structure. And, and if we can keep bouncing off that, then we can start moving up towards the uh, 20 week. So, and then if we get above the 20 week, that's technically really, that, I mean, that's when I would get bullish. So, right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's, I just learned some information there. Sweet, sweet. I was, so I was, uh, that was Noah, uh, Craig Brosky's buddy, um, hedge fund dude. That's what I call you. I call you hedge fund dude. That's that's your name for me. I mean, if I, you know, if, I if I had your phone number, that would the contact would say hedge fund dude. That's, that would hedgy, be it. like the AMC kids <laughs> yeah. say, hedgy, <laughs> Yeah. Um. So I I thought it was I I don't know I I was really interested and intrigued in all the shit that you were saying. Anyway, I think it was uh, it was a good show, man. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. I wouldn't mind having you on uh, in the future as well, man. Yeah, I appreciate you you both having me, and uh, it was good uh, getting back in touch with uh, with Craig and and getting on here.
It's a good time. That's what's up, man. Definitely, man. And, yeah, any pointers you want to give uh, our way, man, just relay them through Broski. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you coming on, bro. Uh, take care of yourself, and I'll uh, see when we get you on next time. All right. See you guys. Thank you, uh, Noah. Yep. See you. Wen Lambo. There you go. Wen Lambo, <laughs> VIP Traders Inc., CastleTennessee.com, all that good shit, man. 